Hey, everybody, welcome back to another episode of the Relentless Goal Achievers podcast. It's so good to have you here. And we are in the final stretch. I mean, this is October 2023. You got three months left to hit your goals for 2023, if that's your thing. And if it's not, that's okay. But this show today is probably one of the most powerful podcast episodes I've ever recorded, or I'm going to record because I'm doing it live for you. I got my notes right here. I know what I'm going to say. It's going to be amazing for you. So last week, Julia and I, Julia is my business partner and my amazing wife. Um, we did this goals mastery workshop for people. And it was three parts, like two parts where, you know, how do you actually set the goal? How do you um, like technically set yourself up for success to achieving your goal? She did a great job with that. The third part was all in my wheelhouse. It's all about who are we being What's our mentality? Who do we need to believe? What do we need to believe about ourselves? How do we get rid of self-limiting beliefs in order to achieve that goal? Because at the end of the day, what I notice is that most people get stuck because of their internal beliefs. That's it. That's what keeps us back, okay? Everything else we can achieve, we can never outperform our own self-image. And because most people don't think highly of themselves, they don't move forward towards their goals. Now, I'm speaking from personal experience here, okay? So I'm going to give you the tools right now in this episode that you'll need to become anybody you want to become to achieve the goals you need to achieve, all right? So here we go. And by the way, if you want access to that workshop, you can have it completely for free uh, below somewhere in the comments. We'll put a link, not in the comments, in the show description, we'll put a link to our arsenal and the arsenal, what is that? Well, the Relentless Goal Achievers Arsenal is a place where I got a bunch of cool PDFs, videos. Some of our guests gifted us some cool trainings. All of that are all of that is in there, like um, how to sell better. If you're a sales leader, 37 sales meeting ideas, mind map, how to have a good day, what types of questions to ask in a sales meeting. All of that's in there. It's all free for you. Martha Krejci even gave us a 90 minute video training on how to create uh, 90 days of content in 90 minutes for your social platform. So if you're not a part of the arsenal, get in there, get your access, and uh, you got access to some amazing free tools there. All right. Um, so let me start by saying this. It took me four years to start a podcast. Now, many of you know who have been listening. By the way, today this show is ranked in the top 1% globally for all podcasts. Now, there's millions of podcasts, and I understand that some of you know some people start a podcast, uh, they record three episodes, nobody listens to them, and they quit. Here we are over three years in, almost four years into the show. Um, I'm super grateful for that. And uh, we are in top 1%. But I started in 2020 with my man, Harry Spate. This was Lead, Sell, Grow podcast. And we were two co-hosts. But if you were to look at my 2016, 2017, 2018, 2019 New Year's resolutions, what you would see is that it said start a podcast. Well, why didn't I? It's because I didn't believe I was a podcast host. I mean, my belief system was, I, re I still remember these thoughts, you know, uh, I don't know how to interview somebody who's ever going to become a guest on my show. How do you even get guests? I've never done this before. And that's who I was being. I was being all these things. I was being the guy who doesn't know how to do a podcast. And therefore, I never started a podcast. Now, what would have happened? Just just hear me out here, right? What would have happened if I had different thoughts? 
What if I thought things like being a podcast host, I'll meet some amazing people. I'll learn to interview as I go. I don't have to be good to start anything. I'm going to serve many people by providing great content like this episode. I'll figure out how to get guests. I don't have to know that now. Like, what if I thought that? Chances are I probably would have started my podcast way sooner. All right. So our thoughts drive our behavior. Um, Who we are being, here's what I'll tell you. We are human beings, not human doings. Many people out there, they want to add more stuff to their plate. They want to continue. What should I be doing differently? What should I do? What should I do? They're creating task lists, to-do lists. I challenge you to create a to-be list. Getting some water here. So who you're being is way more important than what you're doing. It actually controls what you'll be doing. So who you're being is going to control what you're doing. Who you're being right now controls what you're already doing. Here's the challenging thought, right? Like I work with quite a few um, coaching clients, and this seems to be a place that most people get stuck. We believe that our outside world, the way our outside circumstances are, creates our thoughts. So I look at my bank account. I don't have any money. And that creates the thought of, oh, I'm broke, I'm a mess up, I can't get this right, whatever that is. If I'm in sales, I can't close a deal, right? I'm looking, I'm not closing any deals, and that causes the thoughts of, oh, man, I suck at selling. Nothing can be further from the truth, though. And I'll show it to you. I'll share this concept with you in this episode. Our reality is a manifestation of our thoughts, Our reality is a manifestation of our thoughts. I had Kusudi on my show and he talked about planting seeds. You know, if you plant an apple seed, what are you going to get? You're going to get an apple tree. Goes, you know, watermelon seeds going to, you know, grow a watermelon. You're not going to plant an apple seed and get an orange. So the fruit that grows is our reality. The seed is the thought. And I'll prove it to you. So just stay with me here. Do you become an author? Like for me, right? I wrote this book. Did I become an author after I published the book? Or did I have to be an author to even start writing the book? Do I have to believe I'm an author? Because who writes books? Authors do. I could not be, I could not start writing the book if I didn't believe I was an author. It doesn't make sense. Why would I ever write a book if I'm not an author? <laughs> it's it's a little twisty, right? But that's exactly who it is. I had to become an author first here. I had to believe I'm an author to write the book. Um, soon as I'm saying I'm an author, then I'm an author. So most of us don't know who we're being because we don't know who we are. When we say things like um, my hand or my body or my thoughts, who is the who is the my? Who's the I whose hand this belongs to? You ever wonder about that? Like who's possessing that body or hand or, I mean, we say it just like, my, I'm going to go get into my car or um, I'm going to raise my right hand, <laughs> right? Who's the eye? Who's the eye that owns the hand? Well, the legendary Bob Proctor, may he rest in peace. He said it this way. I'm looking at my notes here because I don't want to miss this. I really thought this episode through. He said, we're spiritual beings. We live in a physical body. We're gifted with an intellect and our intellect dictates our emotional state. So let's break that down, okay? 
what does it mean to be a spiritual being? Like we just simply believe that, oh yeah, we're spiritual beings, but what does it mean to actually be a spiritual being? Has anybody ever thought of that? Well, let's turn to the Bible for that. And I'm not, trust me, if you know me, I'm not the guy that's like Bible, Bible, Bible. This was brought to my attention, so I'm sharing it with you. Uh, and not that there's anything wrong with the Bible, and this isn't necessarily a religious show. I just, when when things make sense, they make sense. And when I have things like, you know, what Bob Proctor said, and then the Bible says it, and then the three different books kind of connect all the dots. It is pretty, pretty cool stuff to acknowledge. So let me share with you what the Bible says. And this is, this is coming from Galatians 5, 23. It says, the fruit of the spirit. So we are, if we're spiritual beings, that means the spirit is that seed and we are the fruit, right? We come from the spirit. We're spiritual beings. We're connected to that spirit, the higher source, whatever you want to call it. So this is how I'm interpreting it. You feel free to interpret it how you want to, but I'll just share with you what it says. The fruit of the spirit is love, joy, peace, long suffering. I had to look that one up. That's a, that means showing patience in spite of troubles, gentleness, goodness, faith, meekness. Meekness means submissive and temperance means self-restraint. So stick with me here, right? At our core, at our core, how we were designed, we are love, joy, peace. Let's just stick with those three. Love, joy, peace. That's that's who we are as spiritual beings. That's who we are. When we come into this world in our just the most natural, basic state, that's what we are. We are of love, joy, peace. Okay? Stick with me here. I'm going somewhere. So remember what Bob Proctor said, we're spiritual beings. So we are love, joy, peace, long suffering, gentleness, goodness. We live in a physical body that doesn't require an explanation. We know we live in a spiritual body. We're gifted with an intellect. Intellect means we're gifted with the ability to think. Now we can control our thoughts. I can control your thoughts. Check this out. What did you have for dinner last night? <laughs> what was the color of your very first car. Now, chances are, before I asked you those questions, you weren't thinking about your dinner last night. You weren't thinking about the color of your very first car. And just like that, I directed your thought where I wanted you to go. So we have the ability to control our thoughts. Now we're spiritual beings. We live in this physical body. We're gifted with an intellect, right? We're gifted with the ability to think and our intellect, our thoughts dictates our emotional state. Why is the emotional state important? Why is the emotional state important? It's the most important thing we can do. It's the most important thing we can be. So let me share this with you. Bob Proctor was one of the top people in the movie The Secret, which was made after the book The Secret. And The Secret, that book is all about the law of attraction. It's all about the law of attraction. So the premise is when, you, when you're when you thinking about the law of attraction, the premise is that we attract what we want in life. To attract what we want in life, we must be able to visualize it and also feel the emotion, right? Feel as if we already attained it. So how would you feel? Let's say you had a goal to buy a house in a certain community and just picture yourself closing on that deal. You got the keys, you walk into the house, you smell that house, 
you see it, you know where the TV is going to go. You're picturing where the Thanksgiving dinner is going to be. You're picturing your kids running down the stairs on Christmas morning, where the tree is, where, I mean, just picture that. I'm getting goosebumps right now because we have the ability to visualize it. But not only that, we can feel ourselves become like in that, in that moment, in that place at that time, even though it's not really happening right now. And if we can do that and hold on to that emotion, hold on to that vision, hold on to that feeling, we will attract that which we want. If we can do it for a sustained period of time, that's the key. So that's what the law of attraction pretty much says. Um, you have to feel as if you already attained it. So feeling is extremely important when we're talking about achieving our goals, when we're talking about attaining what it is that we want in life. So then let's look at, so we covered, we covered the, the spiritual, we know the body, we, we got the intellect part down. I hope you're sticking with me. So let's look at the emotional stuff. Like, what's that all about? Well, one of the greatest books that I've read is called Asking It Is Given by Esther and Jerry Hicks, Learning to Manifest Your Desires. Amazing book. They're a little whoop, out there, but the book and the content's just phenomenal. Also, most of this is about the law of attraction. So when I turn to page 14, what you'll find is this, this scale. It's an emotional scale, okay? Now, if you're watching on YouTube, I'm showing it. The number one thing is what? So let me read, let me read to you before kind of what it says in that paragraph before. It says, at any time that you are thinking thoughts that cause you to know your true nature, what's our true nature? Joy, love, peace, long-suffering, Right. When we're thinking thoughts that cause us to feel our true nature, remember, we can control our thoughts and those thoughts are causing us to feel like we're feeling love and joy and peace. Do you understand why it's so important to feel this? You're in alignment with who you really are. Now, look, I've quoted multiple different, we got the Bible, we got Bob Proctor, we got Esther Jerry Hicks, we got the law of attraction. They're all saying the same thing. Isn't that important? Isn't that something that maybe we want to consider? And the way those thoughts feel is the ultimate emotion of connection. When you think in terms of a fuel gauge on a vehicle, this state of alignment would be the same as a full tank. In other words, imagine a gauge or scale with gradations or degrees, which indicate the position of the fullest allowance of your connection with your source energy, your spirit, right? fullest connection that's where we want to be we want to be connected to that all the way to your emptiest most resistant disallowance of your alignment with your source energy so the scale of your emotion would look something like this the first the top five so for us to be connected we want to be in this state of emotion the top five on this emotional scale number one is joy empowerment love appreciation we want to feel that Number two is passion. Number three, enthusiasm, eagerness, happiness. Number four, positive expectation, belief. Number five is optimism. Let me read to you the bottom five. Number 22, fear, grief, depression, despair, powerlessness. Oof. 20, 21, insecurity, guilt, unworthiness. 20, jealousy. 19, hatred or rage. 18, revenge, 17, anger. When we're feeling those things, we're completely disconnected 
from the source, who we truly are, who we were brought into this world to be. And when you are in that state, you cannot possibly, you cannot possibly achieve anything good. It just won't happen for you. So how do we become the desired version of ourselves? That's the question. So now we know all this stuff, right? We know that we are spiritual beings. We know that we are gifted with an intellect, that power to think. We know that those thoughts control our emotions and the emotions help us be connected to the source and the emotions help us attract that which we want in life. So our main duty is to, to be on a highest level on that scale, coming out of state of joy, abundance, peace, love. That's what we want to strive for. That's who we naturally are. That's when good things will really start occurring in our lives. So whatever you go, um, all right. So there's a process, there's a process to becoming this person. Um, and by the way, you know, we do have relentless goal achievers, elite community. This is the type of stuff that you can hop on calls and we can think through together and work through and it's only 67 bucks a month. So there's a link here. I would consider joining. If not, that's okay. There's also a free community where, um, you know, not much access to one-on-one -on -one type of stuff, but we do discuss these things. They're great. Um, so whatever goal you have, uh, when you attain it, you're going to become a certain type of person. Okay. This is how you, this is, think of it this way. If, if we're on a timeline, right? Today, you are a certain type of person. There's the way you think, the way you act, what you believe, the way you feel. That's you today. The reason why I know that this, this person is not going to be the person who achieves your goals, because if, if the goal that you wanted to achieve um, could have been achieved by the person you are right now, you would have achieved it. I need you to think of that. I need you to think of it that way. Because the person you are, if, if who you are being today could have achieved that goal, you would have achieved it. So we have to become somebody new. Now, when you do achieve that goal, what does that person look like? I don't know what the goal is for you. Maybe, maybe your goal is to have a company with 10 employees, 50 employees, 100 employees. Maybe your goal is to be surrounded by certain types of you know social demographics. I don't know. You want to be in a country club. I don't know. I don't know what your goal is, but whatever that is for you, whatever that vision of the future you have, that burning desire inside, once you're there, what I can guarantee you is it won't be the person you are today. It, you'll be a whole different person. Your thought process, your feelings, the way you dress, the way you think, the way you talk to people, the way you care for people, that's going to be different. So think of that. And now just just best guess when you're that person, what are you thinking? How are you feeling? What do you eat? What's your morning routine like? What habits do you have? Who do you hang out with as your friends? Who's in your Rolodex on your phone? Who just think through that? Who is it that you're going to become once you achieve that goal? See, there's this saying, it might, I think it's a book too, but I've never read it. It's called um, Everybody wants to go to heaven, but nobody wants to die. Powerful statement. We all want to go to heaven. Nobody wants to die. And what I'm saying is the person we are today has to die for us to become somebody new, for us to become that version of ourselves that we want, the version of ourselves who can achieve those goals.
it's not about achieving be it's not about achieving the goal. It's about becoming the type of person who achieves that goal and is able to achieve that goal. That's the key thing that people are missing. So me right now, I'm training for a marathon. Earlier this year, I said, I looked at my areas of weakness, right? I'm like, where am I weak? One of them was drinking alcohol. I got rid of that, completely quit. Second was running. I'm not a good runner. One of the things I never thought I could ever do is run a full marathon, 26.2 miles. I signed up for a marathon. And then when I signed up for that marathon, I would still tell people, oh, I hate running. And that's why, you know, and that's why I signed up for a marathon. Oh, I suck at running. And that's why I'm training. I hate running. I suck at running. I hate running. I suck at running. Even though I started running more and more and more and became better and better at it, I would tell this story. I don't know if I wanted to become like some kind of victim or, you know, show people how awesome I am because I'm doing something I hate. I don't know what subconsciously my dumbass was thinking. But what was happening was I kept getting hurt every time I went out to run. Why? Because I was being a person who sucked at running, who hated running, and I was running. So I shifted it up. Now I became the person, I, I had to think about it. So when I'm a marathon runner, and by the way, today I'm a marathon runner. I haven't completed one yet, but I have to be a marathon runner to train for a marathon. <laughs> I have to be good at running to go run a marathon. I have to like running. I think I have to like, or I'd rather like running to run a marathon. And so now when I tell people I'm running for a marathon, I'm training for a marathon. It's like, I love running. I'm great at running. I'm training for a marathon. I'm a marathon runner. Now when I go on runs, I'm having a good time. It's no longer, it, it no longer comes from a place of, oh, I hate this. This sucks. And I've ran 15 miles, 18 miles, 20 miles a few times. I never thought ever I could do that. I could never picture myself doing that before. And you know what happened when I couldn't picture myself doing it? I didn't do it. <laughs> the second I made a commitment that I'm running a marathon, everything shifted. Everything changed. Did I physically do something? No. The belief started. And then from that belief, I started to run and train for a marathon. The second I signed up, I became a marathon runner up here. Okay. Entrepreneur, same thing. Who do I need to be? Who am I being um, to be the entrepreneur that I want to be? Like, who, who does that person hang out with? Who does that person, like your, your future self, for me as an entrepreneur, who are my friends? Where do I go for networking events? Where am I speaking? Where am I finding clients? I had to think of that. And then once I thought of that, now I can position myself properly. I've joined certain committees. I've joined certain organizations. I got on a board of directors for a veterans organization. Now I'm positioning myself in the place that I know my future self is going to thank me for. And I can start being that today. I don't have to wait to, to grow my business to a certain level to start being that person. I can start being that person today. And so let's say your goal is to lose 20, 30 pounds. Let's say your goal is to weigh a certain weight or to be an athlete or to be whatever. You can start thinking like, how does that person eat? And start eating as that person today. Like when you are, you know, 30 pounds lighter, what does life look like for you? Go buy a dress or go buy your suit for that size. That's commitment. You see what I mean? Start acting like that today. Design who it is that you're going to be. So I'll leave you with this. It's a quote from James Allen. It says, good thoughts and actions from uh, As a Man Thinketh, by the way, I have the book right here. Really good book. It's a classic. 
And it says, good thoughts and actions can never produce bad results. Bad thoughts and actions can never produce good results. So as you go on to finish your 2023, I encourage you to really take control of your thoughts. Think what you're thinking about. Answer why you're thinking these thoughts. If these thoughts are not in alignment with who your future self is or who it is that you desire to become, move along. Choose not to think that thought. Choose to think any other thought. I went through a process with my coach not too long ago where I had to literally list out all the negative thoughts and beliefs that I had about myself. It's a terrible list. I'm a screw up. I can never do this. I can't. Oh my God, that list is terrible. I would never wish this. I would never say this to my worst enemy. In my mind, I'm saying it to myself. And there are thoughts you're saying to yourself that you wouldn't wish to your worst enemy. And then I took that, took all those things and I gave it a name. I gave that person who says those things a name. The name I gave it was Sally. Sorry to any Sally's who are listening. But to me, if you're a dude and your name is Sally, there's a certain look you got. Probably not very masculine, probably a whiny little bitch. So that's the name I gave it. So now I was running the other day, uh, far into it. My knees hurt, legs hurt. Here comes Sally. Hey, you should slow down. You should should just relax. And I'm like, shut the F up, Sally. (laughs) Just keep running through it. Anyway, friends, listen, thank you for tuning into this episode. I hope it is... It was beneficial for you. If you enjoyed it, if you found value in it, do me a favor, subscribe to the channel, share it with your friends, tell tell people about it and uh, like it, comment. Let me know what you thought of it. Uh, I really do appreciate you. You can become whatever it is your future desires you to be. You can start being that right now. I, I fully, fully believe that. I believe in you. I think no matter where you are uh, on the path to your 2023 goal, you still have three months. You can do it. Just sit down with yourself, ask yourself, like, what do I need to do to still accomplish this goal? And the next question is, who do you need to become to still accomplish this goal? Anyway, check out the arsenal so you can get the full uh, video presentation of our workshop from last week. Guarantee you're going to like it. Uh, Join the Relentless Goal Achievers Facebook community. And if you need some some coaching and want to be a part of a badass entrepreneur group, we started around relentless goal achievers elite uh it is a paid group we do have 60 people <coughs> excuse me 60 people in there now love to have you in there as well i'll see you guys in the next episode have a good day